Ah, Eric, it's time for the spotlight. About time it's ready for the spotlight. Spotlight. You ready for that spotlight? Let's get it going. You want to get it going, huh? Uh, Let's get it started in here. I got to throw out my my freaking notes. Now you're yelling this. I don't even have my notes. I don't know where they are. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to the spotlight for the week of July 20th, 2016. That's when all books came out. Yeah, I don't know where these notes are. They're somewhere here. Uh, We're going to talk about one book tonight, right? One book. One book. Well, when is I that told because my girlfriend, you're lazy, Eric? Is that I, why? I told my girlfriend what we were recording tonight. I was like, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. Oh, you're doing two books tonight. No, no, no. No, no, no. We're breaking up. <laughs> we, yeah, really? You're like, nope, that's that's it. You're out. It's like <laughs> that was a people, test, baby. It's like when like, she'll have like a, a quote from a movie and get it wrong. It's like, you know, it's been taken away. Oh, no. No, no you're out. Babe. I'm too young for all of this stuff. No, no pass. No. no. <laughs> You're out. But yeah, it's just me and you tonight. Just me and you. No Reggie. No Reginald Drinkwater. Reginald Drinkwater is at the Comic-Con. He's at San Diego Comic-Con. I still don't know how. No. I don't absolutely. know how, why, when. It seemed to just kind of pop up, right? I don't know. It's like when oh, I yeah, sit on your Comic-Con lap and we talk Thursday. about the first thing that pops up, Eric. Oh. That's what we say. Hey! But yeah, uh, he just out of nowhere, he said he was going to go He in the regular Big podcast, the uh, big song bitch. The big the song three, bitch. Three six five flicks says uh, it's called. He is probably going to call in and have uh, the rant and rave line. He's going to use possibly to talk to some creators who will probably bad mouth us. There. That's be heavy. Story. Bad mouth us. That's what we want, right? We That's don't want those podcasts. Want. That these podcasts with there. Hi, I'm Jim Warner, and you're listening to the Smack Ass Podcast. Uh, no. We don't want that. That's not us. We yeah. need to have, like, Scott Snyder, and it's like, what? Who? Oh, fuck them. And exactly. then you, you hear, like, you hear this then. As the fucking mic's being <laughs> tossed somewhere. <laughs> ah! Reggie's yelling. Reggie's you don't hear tossed out of Comic-Con. Oh, my God. It'd be so great. As he goes down, he's like, okay, who's next? Oh, there's James Tynan. Hey, James. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. And he's like, oh, hey, uh, that finally finds somebody that we like. Uh, hey. James Bonney. Oh, thank God. Hey, James Bonney. Oh, no. What he just doesn't James like Reggie. He we hates Reggie. Cool. <laughs> He's like, Jesus Christ, Reggie, you son of a bitch. He hears him. I don't know who people would think Reggie is. Fucking, I, who has that deep voice besides us? Uh, what's it called? Who did the, the 365 guys think it was? Uh, uh, what's his name? God damn uh, Stephen, uh, right. Stephen Wright. Yes. Yeah. I, I think he sounds a little like Fat Albert. That's who I think. Hey, He's hey, like, hey. that's what happens. We start up the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. We're going to talk about the comic history today. Honestly, the way Reggie sounds, it reminds me of everybody thinking that Rick Ashley was black back in the day. Because no really? little tiny-ass ginger guy could sound like that. So Rick Ashley, hey, we're going to give you up. That, yeah. that, there you go, the freaking Rick Roll. Rick I was so upset when people Rick Rolled because I – actually, it was a treat for me every time. I love that song. <laughs> I am a huge fan of that song. My mom and me would listen to that back in the day when we liked each other. We'd do yeah. a little slow dancing together. I did. That's so we fucking weird. Dance. My mom was a big fan of Rick Astley, New Kids on the Block, Billy Ocean, and I don't know, some other garbage. But I, I liked it. That Rick Astley, it was actually funny you say that because I don't remember them thinking he was a black fella. No? Yeah. But I do remember when Britney Spears first came out with that. Baby, baby. Everybody thought she ow, was a black girl. Ow. Yeah. Ow, ow. yeah she, everybody thought she was a black girl, and then they're like, oh, my God, she's jailbait. Yes. Through the roof she went then, jailbait. <laughs> uh, yes, but, yeah, Reggie is at Comic-Con, so he will not be doing any of the books this week. But thank God. And it's funny. Thank so, the Lord. 
As, as soon as he hears this, he's going to be so upset because he was trying to get us together on Tuesday. It's like, we weren't ready Fuck. for that shit. Ready. I was tired. I yeah. fell asleep. Uh, and then had to, and I paid for it by having to do reviews till 12. I'll tell you, this might be the spotlight of Bat, Batgirl, Birds of Prey. If anybody read that Justice review of mine, I apologize. I was falling asleep. I'm telling you, I, I, I'm surprised that I didn't write Z's and snoring as I was, oh, I was struggling, but I wanted to get that up. And then we had issues with this book, Birds of Prey. That's what I wanted to talk about. Because it was released. We were, we get the things ahead of time so that we can release them uh, at, at midnight. That's what we do. We yeah. sit out there. And the guy from DC, the, the publicist who talks to us and gives them the stuff, seemed to call you out a little. A little bit. On the book because it came out and he said, like, hey, I'm not going to uh, put them on blast. Yeah. I'm like, I don't even know. You know. <laughs> I love that. Actually, I really do like that. Uh, I even said it later. I, did you see the tweet I sent back? Like, hey, I don't mind if you put Eric on blast. I like that. I like that term. It's like boom toasted for me. Boom toasted. Eric. Nobody knows what that is. Boom Toasted. Hey, that's big around my parts. Also, the uh, boosh on a jelly. You like that song, peanut butter no. jelly? Peanut butter jelly with baseball. I know pe- yeah, I know that one. Yeah, you know that one. You were doing no, earlier. Another one, and, and I, I was singing it earlier because I there's something with me that I kind of go into this robot mode and I can sing it like I'm in auto tune, like I'm T Pain, and now I can't remember how it goes again. Peanut uh, butter jelly, no deli. No, and there's no deli. Peanut butter jelly. Oh God, I've lost it again. I don't know what's going yeah, on. We need Reggie here. We need Re- Actually, we, we wanted to apologize to Reggie since he probably will listen to us. That last week's spotlight with the Green Lantern, uh, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern Corps, we kind of didn't let Reggie talk. I felt so bad about it after uh, the fact. Because it was Reggie's book, but yeah. we had a lot of shit to talk. We got angry. I don't know. Did we get angry? Or I got a just, bit angry. You spent most of it apologizing for my anger. Yeah, that's, I was apologizing for your anger, but also trying to explain to people. I think that from now on with these rebirth books, I'm done explaining. No splaining, baby. No splaining it. Yeah, listen. It's New 52. You're, I don't, you know, people seem to be like, no, I'm on. It seems like most of the people listening now are new listeners. Yeah, you other people, you know what we had issues with. <laughs> Again, though, I say this in the book we're going to talk about tonight. I probably have about 20 issues. Actually, I don't. And just before we go on, I You're do. You're saying shit for the sake of saying shit now? What's that? Yeah, I don't know. I just, this is how I, I roll, Eric. I rick roll. I'm going to give you. Uh. I uh, want to say that. It was weird because it is Julia and Shauna Benson, right? Yes. They do the uh, TV show. They write for the TV show The 100. 100. The 100. The 100, Eric. Um, I, I'm afraid that when they jumped on this book, uh, they didn't know the shit show that was coming down the pike. Because I see the reviews for this. DC for- didn't warn them ahead of time? Hell, and it seemed like the, even the publicist we talked to that I mentioned earlier was kind of trying to uh, spin it positive, positively. You know, he was trying to get on the positive tip, and he should have just come to our weird science corner. You know, Mr. and I was going to call you Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Negative we are, Eric. You're Mrs. Uh-huh. Negative. Uh, Hi, Jim. Kill me now. <laughs> Ooh, a continental breakfast. I want to die. <laughs> but – uh, we're so negative, but yet when I read this issue, and you obviously you read it first, you reviewed it. Your review is positive. You sure gave it eight out of ten. I spoil one stuff at a time, um, but this won't be on the main podcast. So we'll, we'll, but this has slipped in for this. But um, I read it tonight for this, and I flipped through it. 
I really like it, and I don't understand these people. We have talked about this before. Who pers- are these people? I think we even talked about who are these people. I, we talked about it person person to person a lot, where we think that people have this weird like they start at one like the Burnside Batgirl started out. You did not like it. You not took a lot of flack. I'm telling you, at points you were giving Sick it five point five. The next lowest was a nine. Yeah, and and. Why now do I look at these reviews for this Batgirl Birds of Prey? And we'll see it again next week because Batgirl comes out. Why, oh why, Eric, are all these people saying in the reviews, I didn't like the Burns. I, I see it all over the place. And, uh, either that or it's like uh, they don't want anything else. It, it drives me nuts. But what I'm, I'm trying to say is I, I don't understand why these people hate this book so much. Because I really like it, Eric. I think it is very well done. These are rebirths. We already know what's going on with rebirth titles. These rebirth number ones, I know what to expect going in. This actually was above my expectations. Mine as well. I wanted to like this book going in, and I was surprised when I actually did. And um, in the meantime, it's not the team that we liked or wanted, but I don't mind. But uh, we're going to stop real quick, and we're going to get right in with the review. I, we're, we're talking out of church here, right? Is that yeah. what you say, out of church? Out of school? I haven't been in church in a long time. How about you? No, absolutely not. Helen in this book hadn't been there for a while either. Who? Uh, Helena. Damn right, Helena. Helena. <laughs> I always say, I heard some podcasts say Helena, but the guy who said Helena also said that the Red Lanterns are run by Atroticus. Yeah, so Atroticus. go by that guy. You remember that Rebirth was written by Geoff Johns. Geoff Johns. Let's get on with it. Do I stutter? Do you slip her the hot beef injection? Oh, my God. Eric. What? Ah, no. Oh, Jesus Christ. What are we talking about? It got real here. It got Batgirl, real. And the, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey Rebirth, number one, written by Julie Benson and Shauna Benson, with art by Claire Rowe, Alan Pasolacqua, and Steve Wands. Right, that's correct. In our rebirth issue of Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, we find out that something precious has been taken from Batgirl, and that thing is her earlier persona of Oracle, but now it's being used for evil. With that discovery, Batgirl calls up the former rock and roll star Black Canary to get on the case. To f- I'm fucking having trouble reading. Can you talk? I what is know, going right? on? You're lucky – well, actually, you're unlucky that we never redo things like this. I know. The rock and roll <laughs> star of Black Canary to get rock on the and case. Rock and roll star, huh? To get on the case to find out who would perpetrate such a deed. But it won't be all pinatas and RC Cola, though, because their first lead happens to be on Helena Bertinelli's hit list. Helena Bertinelli? Helena. Mr. Pepperoni? Pepperoni? I'll say that – actually, if you want to go into it of what I did like and didn't like about this, the pepperoni joke was a little too – Extended. It's Holy cremolis. Holy cremolis. I don't ever feel like that. Yeah, I, I. Are you done with your little intro there? No, oh, I'm done. done with it. it took You're me a lot longer than I thought it was going yeah, to. Yeah, really. It's done now. Jesus Christ. But yeah, um, as we were saying in our little intro, and and that won't be on the main podcast. I don't know why I'm mentioning it there. Uh, I really like this book. I really do. Um, I don't know if it's. I think it's part of a. It's a couple things. There's a plus b equals five. Right. Uh, because we have had a bunch of these rebirths. We know kind of what to expect from them. And sometimes we're more upset than others. Uh, most of the time, people listening will know that the thing that gets us most upset is a continuity issue. And it's because this rebirth was really spelled out. It's not a reboot. 
I don't care how many podcasts I listen. They say reboot. <laughs> I'm going to put my reboot up their re-ass, Eric. Right. Up their re-ass. So far, I'm going to tie my shoes by opening their mouth. What do you think of that? I like I'm it. Getting angry. Now I'm getting angry again, but it wasn't it, it, a soft reset. I don't even know if I'd call that it, it that wasn't. Anymore. It was just a promise to tell better stories. Yes, that's all it was. Now, shake, handshake, tell better stories, and in the meantime, maybe a little kiss on the mouth. Yeah, maybe on the lips. They um they also want to kind of say like, hey, listen, you know what? This nonsense with Mister Bloom. Don't worry about that. We're gonna get some classic, you know, in all the books that we're not gonna deal with this nonsense of Jim Gordon in a bat suit. We're not gonna have Superman. Back to without basics, power. baby. Back to basics. Meat and potatoes. Legacy, all that. Now you have the birds of prey. You have a, a lot of ways to go. You can kind of give a team that is a full out team. And I do think that eventually we're going to add more players to the team. Oh, no, definitely. I, I hope so. Um, but back to the basics Barbara Gordon, Black Canary, and Helena Bertinelli. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I like that. But when I even said to you today at work, we're talking about doing this. And I thought to my, I, well, I said to you, hey, who is Batgirl's biggest villain? Huh. And it's it's tough. It's a head scratcher, isn't it? It is. It's a, it, it's when I have to itch that scratcher. Oh god damn it! What kind of idiot would fucking say <laughs> See, something like I, that? I don't know. Yeah, maybe some guy. I don't know. Itch that scratch. Um, also, who's Black Canary's biggest villain? I even looked like uh, some of the biggest villains of the Birds of Prey are like Basilisk. There, there's a lot of like weird, like new earth, like just crazy things. There's really, you also have like Lady Shiva, you'll throw right, right. in. Um, but nothing really iconic. No, nothing. And, Birds of Prey is a great title. It has great opportunities to do a lot of things that other things, you can't do solo with Batgirl, Black Canary, whatever. Yeah. But people don't think about Birds of Prey right. very often. It's not something that sticks in your head like a fucking, you know, Superman or Alexa or even a Justice League no, Teen no. Titans. No, or like you have a Batman where you can have a legacy with a trillion different characters. There's not a lot. So, and it is Batgirl and the Birds of Prey. So obviously they are throwing all the eggs in the basket of Batgirl, which is, it's smart. That's what you want to do. Damn right. Uh, but really the biggest thing about Batgirl to me as a legacy is her as Oracle. And you can't, like, they're not going to, like, okay, all of a sudden Barbara's in the wheelchair again. You can't do that. That doesn't make sense. If not they, at all. That, then people are going to, people probably actually might look the other way because they love Oracle so much. The problem is, is that at the end of the New 52 and the Burnside Batgirl with Brendan Fletcher, Cameron Stewart, and Babs Tarr, their big thing to end was to get rid of the killing joke. And in their way, and, and, Kind of. Leave it up to interpretation. It, it, well, as they it was put it. An, an inter interpretation, and even Brendan Fletcher, we talked to him, yep. and he said, listen, this is just something we wanted to say that's our our Batgirl that we made here. Is put a our stamp that's on fun. It. It's a Batgirl that it, it's not dark. It's it's a light Batgirl and all this. So the killing joke, and they made it seem like it was a messed up memory. It was a memory messed up in her head. It was out for it's Possibly erased. And Yeah, and he did say, though, when I talked to him, because when that happened, there was it, again, it was a shit show. People all over the place yelling and screaming and this and that and the other thing. And people were happy. People were mad. People were sad, crying. Pitchforks, torches. In it the was streets. crazy all over and the internet. And I talked to him and he said, listen, this does not get it out of continuity. It's for us. Any writer can get it back. Now, in the meantime, I think he already knew this story was coming down the line. Most I, likely. This was not that long ago. So he probably knew it. He didn't want to say anything. And in the meantime, also, it seemed like at one point he was going to write the Birds yeah, I of Prey. I believe Brett. he was. 
and because of the way he ended, where it was almost like how Van Jensen carried on when Venditti left Flash. He told a little story to end. Well, that's what Brendan Fletcher did. He actually finished the new 52 Batgirl, and they, it was kind of a Birds of Prey thing. In fact, the last one, they even like keep mentioning the Birds of Prey. And, it yeah, and we had Black Harper, Canary. we had Spoiler. And she, uh, or yeah, Birds of Prey, in that would have been, you know, Harper spoiled. Actually, a team we really wanted. Yeah, a team I actually so, really like, wanted. If you people, when we talk about this, Brendan Fletcher also wrote the Black Canary book, the the Rock and Roll Black Canary book. Uh, so it kind of made sense, but something went wrong. Uh, though I think that possibly in the background with Mister DC sitting there smoking a cigar while he's on the bridge. <laughs> if they if they are the ones who said, because I would say they got uh, Julian Shauna in here. And I don't think that they have a pull to kind of show up at DC. They're in the rickshaw. They're smoking the cigars. <laughs> like, this is what we're going to do. You think that killing jokes out? Actually, they're winning. You think that killing jokes off the books? Well, fuck you. I think they, they would. No one talks to Mr. DC yeah, they, like that. <laughs> we do. We're TV writers. You son of a bitch. And I think that they were like, listen, this is what you're going to do. And I'm not, I don't know anything about them. I hope that they <laughs> are know nothing. fans. But I do think that one of the things was they wanted to bring this in. Maybe Brendan Fletcher was uncomfortable with that because he has his buddies there, his team background. They just got rid of it. So yeah. it would make a odd thing for him to go. And also, I do like, it's weird. We kind of yell about this all the time. It is nice to see a full female creative team on a full female like I dig this. it. Like I do too. And really, some people probably fell off their fucking chair because they don't seem to think that we're like that. But I do like it. I like it a lot. And for them to throw the killing joke into this, I think it is to me. I don't know. It seems like people are like, oh, these women, oh, they should know better. And I'm no. Get the fuck out just, of here. Just our thing with the killing joke, and we have talked about this ad nauseum, and. I, just one more time, it, it's one of the most popular stories. I, you can you can say all you want and say what happened in it, what didn't happen, whatever. I bet you next month when we get the sales, Killing Joke is in the graphic novel top ten. It always oh, yeah, is. And people do like it. The thing that I like about it is Oracle. That's what I like You're about it. You're damn right. And, I'm telling you, without the Killing Joke, which everybody wants to disparage and erase from history – you do not get Barbara Gordon at her most strongest in her yes. entire career. And also at her worst, or her lowest. And you could say, some people could be out there and say, listen, with this killing joke, just have her get hit by a car. Fuck have that. her fall off a building. It doesn't have that, that impact. Point where she's, yeah, the impact. She, she's not as frightened or not as, and then determined to come back. And, and, I'm telling you, this is the, it's going to be in this. If you do not like the Killing Joke and you're offended by it, you don't want it in any book. Start with the number one, I guess, because it's in this and it's full out in it, and I love it only because, again, where we're saying about the impact, it also leads to the impact at the end of this issue and the big reveal of the villain. I think that without the Killing Joke, just having her just quote unquote, oh, she's in a wheelchair. Oh my God, we won't go into it because they've done that before. Uh, I don't think it's as strong a story then. No. And the way it's presented here has done great. Oh, I love it. I really do. And it's done very well, even to the point where they add a couple things. Well, we'll get to that in a second because it starts off. Uh, the one thing that threw me off right away is it does say 
that this happens after the Batgirl book. And that's always weird to me when we have a timeline that exceeds what we already have. Like, we don't have the Batgirl title out yet, but it's already done in this timeline. And it's already done. And at least the first story, when she goes off to travel to train. You know, I don't know. I I never thought it out because there's just how Batgirl, she's going to travel. And I don't know. In my crazy mind, they're going to have 200 issues of her traveling around. Eventually, I guess she's going to come back. We see it here. Yeah. Um, it would be weird to say that throughout the whole Rebirth, uh, say Rebirth last five years, that this is always going to be later. Because, you know, not even just crossover-wise and have that. It just would be odd. Um, but I do like... I like the idea because I said to you, like, what the hell are they going to do with this book when Barbara's supposed to be, you know, traveling around Asia, Europe, wherever, and they do address that. And so uh, really – And the way the way that we have talked is as long as we get an explanation, we're fine with it. So I'm exactly. fine. And the way it starts off, she is fighting these villains on a rooftop, and I actually – You want to go to After Hours Bank Robbery? Yeah, yeah. And I actually like it because in my mind – Especially the sweep the leg, Eric. She's fighting. <laughs> sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, she's sweating. <laughs> Get him in the body bag, Johnny. I um, I like the fact that it's more of a um, she's fighting a different way. Yeah, she's fighting more of a martial arts way than I think that she was before. And that kind of like, okay, she was training. That's what she went off to do. I liked it. And she's fighting these guys, and one of them has a phone. I think it was really odd what she was doing. <laughs> She's breaking the law because she gets the guy. He has a thumbprint lock on his phone. She puts it there and it opens up and she sees that these guys have been sent or it's been set up by, quote unquote, Oracle. And or, and she you see she looks at it and she's like, what the fuck? And, and she doesn't know what's going on. She leaves these guys leaves, but she's taken aback. Now, I'll also say right away before we move on, I really do like the art. And I like this art, this this one here, this first scene where they're fighting. It seems to be more of a, um, would you say, a mature version of the Burnside Batgirl? Yeah, I would go with that. It's, it's an evolution of that to a degree. You yeah, know? It and, seems, and it's darker as well. Yeah, I think that what this whole book kind of seemed to me in the art uh, deal by Claire Rowe is that as it moves on – it melds all of the styles of each character in the book, and it, it works kind of like, really well. and it blends it into. By the time at the end, it's got its own little style that has bits and pieces of all the others. I really liked it. I really did. And uh, so we go off. That and was then, one of the main selling points to me when I got done the book because I actually went back to look at all the art again. I'm like, that Black Canary is very reminiscent to the Black Canary style of her own book. Yeah, and, and I'm like, it the even went even further. Because when I read it, I even uh, sent you a message. I'm like, you know what? When they first show Black Canary, uh, well, as she was the Birds, the of, old Prey, Birds yeah. of Prey, I said, boy, it's exact. It's the, Obviously, it's the same costume as the old Birds of Prey in the New 52, which we'll talk a little bit about when, when they get together there. But it then it, that kind of melds into the old – or not the old, but the just-ended rock and roll Black Canary book. Yeah. It's so good. I really do like it. Uh, you go from this where she's fighting, she sees this oracle, oracle, and then she starts talking about how she became Batgirl. And I really like that, too. I love the Gordon. No, I love the Gordon, too. Gordon. The thing like, is, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at them. Like The one scene is them sitting on the couch eating Chinese food and watching yeah. TV and laughing. I'm like, laughing. that reminds me of when I was a boy, but there'd be a bunch of beers on the table and one in my father's hand. <laughs> yeah. Your dad passed out and his girlfriend for the weekend there. 
freaking, you know, yelling at you. I love uh, Star, actually, what are you doing here? Why is your name Star? Where did he like, find you? Star, and then the next one's, why are you Sapphire? Why doesn't my dad know anybody with a normal name? He, he runs in some weird, you know, circles here. And why do you keep grabbing that paw? I don't I love that panel where they're sitting there laughing. And that's a big panel because of what happens later. But I really like it. And he, she says, like, oh, everybody thinks that I am big because of, Bat, uh, you know, I, Batman. But the, no, my dad was there. I learned that, you know, justice never rests and, and all this. And my dad inspired me. But then Batman as well. Um, and she even felt bad. I really like the point where they show her fighting uh a bunch of people with Robin, Dick Grayson, and, and uh, Batman. I wish but, he had his cape like, on, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, and uh, yeah, really, now that I see it, that is a little on. But she's like, yeah, and the family grew. They're going on. And I like that she was like, and I felt bad because she kept it from her dad and never and told that's her that's always been dad. the case. Yeah, and I, but I like it spelled out that just to show that, you know what, I felt bad. And she even looks sad even then. Like it already, being Batgirl was kind of – getting her down a little because she couldn't share that with her dad yeah and there you have the killing joke and she says in that the part that i really really like that was at it she's like i didn't concentrate on his white face yeah, and smile well. it's that goddamn stupid hawaiian shirt and really when you see that whole scene when that happens uh it'll, it that does catch your eye right away but i like also it's not overdone they no. don't even show the full deal. You see the gun, you see a little of the camera, you know you what it is. You don't even see Joker's full face. No, you don't even see his full face. And I really like it because that really isn't important. It, no. The important thing. And Moving again, right they're not going to show the crap with the pictures and stuff like that. You don't need that. What it's showing is one of her worst times. That's and she. I love the thing. I can't eat marshmallows anymore because really that's like a that thing. Too. That's a thing where even like if you have association chemotherapy, uh, they always tell you, you know, you got to watch what you're eating and stuff I, like that because that's the thing. I end wish, up associating with that. I wish I could remember what it was, but when my buddy had cancer in high school and went through chemo, there is one food that he can't eat anymore, and I'm like, God damn, that's terrible. Well, I'm telling you, I used to eat when I was in college. I came home my freshman year, and every day I worked the summer. And every day I would go to work in this fucking factory. It was 12 at night till, uh, or 11 at night till 11 in the morning. And we would get a couple breaks and I'd just have cans of tuna. Yeah. Just regular tuna. And I was trying to work out. Yeah, back, I did that too when I was working out. Those crazy days. Yeah. And it wasn't the actual fact that I ate that every day for like three cans a night for the whole summer. Yeah. One at near the end of the summer, I didn't feel good and I went to work and I was just so used. I ate a can of tuna and I threw up. I really cannot eat plain tuna anymore. I can eat it with other things, but yeah, that's a thing. And I really do like that. And again, it's a very subtle, not even subtle, but a little like throwaway thing, but it shows you right there was something that she had enjoyed. Like when she was down and thinking, God, I can't help my dad. I can't tell my dad what I'm doing. She could still like, here you go, dad. Here's our marshmallows. That is something else that the Joker took away from her that you would never think of. That you're like, God damn it, Joker. You know, it crippled her, but also she can't marshmallows eat marshmallows. Are delicious and, it's, joke. and it sounds so goofy. It does, but to me, it adds it, another layer to it. And the layer of the fact that she says later, he took away my joy. Yeah. And our laughs. Because she sat there with her dad and took away the laughs. You know, oh, it's funny to say the Joker, you know, the Joker with the laughs. Uh, but yeah, she talks about how she felt sorry for herself. She was down, and that's where you see it. it's almost the same thing. They're eating Chinese food again. They're very miserable, you yeah. know. And it, it's dark. The lights aren't on. They're there. Everything else is kind of the same. Jim but Gordon looks like he's about to eat a gun. 
Yeah, he, he's very depressed. And with all this, and again, because the people, you don't have to deal with like, oh, the one bad day for Gordon. No, he's upset there because his daughter, and he probably blames it, you know, blames himself. Oh, yeah. And he's just sad. He but didn't protect his little girl. And even yes. on top of that, I'm looking at that panel right now. Jim is fucking depressed as shit. But even Barbara, the way she's sitting there, completely straight sitting up, it's like she has to like pretend to be this rock right yeah, now. And she Nobody feels says, sorry for her, she, even right she here. Says, like everybody feels sorry for me. And I, you well, know, even this panel, I mean, I can see yeah. it right here de- de- depicted with no goddamn words. Yeah. It's God, so I like good. this book. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why the people, yes, these people with their. Ca- it's not – it's done in a way to show that Barbara's at her lowest and she fought back and got her joy back. And that's my favorite just, thing about Barbara yes, Gordon. It's not even the fact that she could walk again because of that crazy surgery. It was that she got the joy back and she, she went because then she thought, no, you know what? I can be better. And she was. She was better than being Batgirl. As Oracle, she was kick-ass. Yeah, and they show her she's working on stuff. You, and all that, that happened. I think Killing Joke happened in '89. I want to say, okay. and she was, you know, paralyzed from '89 till 2011. So the majority of my life, she was Oracle. This is how I yeah. always knew Batgirl to be, except for when I was watching the Batman '66 show. Yep. And then later, even she even fought the Joker when she she got knocked out <laughs> of the chair, and then the, you know what I'm saying? She, yeah. It was great. And now I'm saying this. And don't call me on them faking the funk because I did not read a lot of it. I read it later. Yeah. And and the weird thing is, is I read it later kind of amongst where the tone had changed with the freaking popular opinion of the, oh, my God, he did this. Now, all of a sudden, they're yelling rape and things like that. And, and I'm scratching uh, my head. I have no idea scratch, what the hell these fuckers you have the, talking you have about. To, you have to itch that scratch. Scratch that itch. What was it? Itch, itch scratch. that scratch. Itch that scratch. Yeah. That's and idiotic. Again. People who are mad about, oh my god, they, the Batgirl, Burnside Batgirl got rid of the killing joke. Why are you bringing it back? If you're gonna bring it back, I like the way this is brought back. Yeah. Cause it's not focusing on anything. You don't have that crazy stuff that everybody's talking about. All you're dealing with here is what happened to Barbara and it was dealing with rebirth in general. Legacy. Yeah. It's not even, I wouldn't even say it's what happened to Barbara. It's how she, changed and evolved and got better from it Damn so right. why are they mad eric why i'm shaking my fist at the ceiling to be mad at it seems i know this is that you know the whole internet with the people they always need a fucking cause how about a cause you read a book and if it's good you're like god damn it that's fucking good because there's my cause it's my cause for here because i'm freaking Fish. loving it eric i'm loving this <laughs> and uh she gets to the point where they're they're talking to this but in the meantime this is what happened you have now she knows that there's somebody saying she's Oracle or somebody he or she is Oracle. And now we've seen why that means so much to her. I, I love it. And then she calls up Black Canary. She thinks about Black Canary and thinking about her as well. Um, and um, you see that Black Canary back in the day, Black and the Birds of Prey. And I love it. And well, it, it's, it's, it's the exact style. I'm saying you cannot go back and tell the entire Birds of Prey freaking history that we had in the new no, 52 because that's ridiculous. No, and there's no reason to. But I would have liked a little popular. bit more, though, because like I'm telling you, with that book, we had the character Strix, who I love. Gail Simone, in my mind, created Strix because she couldn't use Cassandra Cain, and then she became in the, uh, the Birds of Prey book. They had that book. And then Secret Six, stuff. and I love that character so and much. I hope she comes back. 
I, I do too, but she's not going to be in this book. And if she yeah. is, it's going to be later down the line. To introduce her in this rebirth, then you start to have to do a lot of explaining. And oh, I know. When, I know. And you told me even that when she's like, oh, Dinah felt like – and they're talking about the birds of prey. Hey, we're on the birds of prey. We did this. I even like the little bit um, where Barbara was at the window sitting there and there was that crow right. sitting on the windowsill. And then when they say about the surgery that it's empty and the, the bird's flying away. I, I, that might be cheesy to some people. I actually, I actually really liked it. I'm like, yeah, you got to fly, birdie. Fly. I'll say when this Where's my free bird fucking thing? But no, when when they say then they're talking about the birds of prey, and yes, this, it's a little off because she's like, well, Dinah decided that we didn't need to be birds of prey anymore, and they disbanded. Really, in the new 52 birds of prey, when it was disbanded, really, the people not buying the book, Eric, that's what decided them that. But yeah. Barbara got mad. Barbara got mad at Dinah and basically told her to lose her number. Like, don't call me. I, you know, you are selfish. Yeah, shit got real at the end of that book. It did because she threw them all in a lot of stuff. And this was a story involving Kurt Lance coming back from the dead, supposedly. And uh, she thought he was dead but didn't have his memory, didn't remember Dinah. Uh, and then in the meantime – Dinah trying to figure out how to get his memory back, kind of making a deal with Raja Ghoul. He was against the Lady Mother Eve. They were fighting eternal battle. It was very crazy. Uh, but yeah, at the end, Barbara realized, you know what? All this was because of you and it hurt. It never got resolved. Fuck you. I'm out. And then in the meantime, this Mother Eve, this old juvenates, she Felicia, she took Strix. Uh, Strix stayed with Mother Eve. Now, in the meantime, she went to Secret Six, and we really like Strix. We love her. You said even because that was a um, a what's it called Gail Simone character yeah. that we were talking about that Gail Simone couldn't put Cassandra Kane in the book at that point. So Strix was like an amalgam, you know, uh, variant of Cassandra Kane. I actually like. I don't know if that's the fact or not. That's how uh, I it always saw it. Like it has to be. It's yeah. a, it's a train fighter that can kick anybody's ass and barely talks. Yeah, and it was pretty much. I like Strix even more than Cassandra Kane. I don't have a lot of history with Cassandra Kane. So right. it's weird when Cassandra Kane came back in Batman and Robin Eternal. I was like, man, I, I wish Strix was here. Like, everyone else <laughs> sees Strix wants Cassandra. And I know people love Cassandra, but. Now, the only um, problem with the backstory that we lead in here with the Birds of Prey is that the way it's depicted here, it really looks like it, Birds of Prey was only Black Canary was, and Oracle. Really, here's the thing. For the most part, Starling. Yeah, big fan of Starling. Poison Ivy. Big fan of Condor. Condor. Uh, I'm telling you, if I could remember and not remember Starling and especially Condor, (laughs) god damn it, I wish I could. I want my brain to hit a rebirth. I I did like uh, like Strix, like we said. Um, But yeah, really the whole team. And Poison Ivy, I didn't mind. It just seemed weird. Police yeah, I Ivy on the team. I think maybe Catwoman was on the team at one yeah, point. Yeah, I think Catwoman was at one point, and those almost seem like a gimmick, like Clayface in the new Detective, Detective comic. Yeah. And uh, but I really do like this because really, what you're going to do, you're not going to deal much with the the Birds of Prey book from before. Not many people even read it. What you have to do is get Barbara and uh, Black Canary and uh, uh, Helena, Eric, Helena, Helena, get, get them into the, the, get the, get them in this book in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Mission accomplished. And I like the way it was presented here. I, I'm just saying the yeah. only, the only problem I'm saying is that it just appears. I know. If you're just but, reading this. That like it was I just said, those two. the people who I, most of these rebirths are going and we're saying like, Oh, you know, if you're interested in this, you should go, but no, no, don't go back. No, don't do that. Right. It was really bad. And I, <laughs> I said, I think I sent you the message. This is the best Birds of Prey book 
that we've had since before the new 52, this one issue. And these people, they can pish posh it you all. You got mad because, like, why did I have to review all the shitty issues and you get Yeah, this? really. I reviewed so many of those, and this is easily, to me, the best one. So that, that's just, that's what I think. But yeah, you want to, Barbara's going to try to find, uh, Dinah, and pretty much, it is weird. I don't mind it because it, it gets rid of the whole, you know, rock star thing where she says, listen, she used to be in the band. I know that she watches out for them. So right. she goes, yes, that's a little forced. It is, but you, you kill two birds with one stone. Now, the, the guy she's kicking out of the concert, though, because she's kind of spying on them from the background, making sure they're okay, but then she kicks some guy out of the concert. You think he's a bootlegger? I think he is. At the one point, you see, but here's the thing, though. While the concert, she better start kicking more ass. There's a lot of bootleggers, and I think, when was the last concert you went to? It's been a while now. Yeah, I think, I think, I'm, I'm making up shit, but what I've seen, they really can't stop this shit anymore. Bootleggers uh, are all over the street, though. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, people with their phones and stuff. You, you, Rerun, I thought we were friends. But yeah, he looks like when he gets kicked, he's selling knockoff t-shirts and CDs. CDs, yeah. CDs Eric. <laughs> CDs. Uh, if you look at one point in the scene where... Uh, he, the guys in the background still picking up. It looks like, I guess it's a CD thing. It actually looks like he's involved with the black hole, Eric, from Freaking really? Flash. Yeah, there's a weird black hole. I here. see it yeah. now. Yeah, I think that Better he. That a Dreamcast. It's thinking. The, yes, it is. Uh, one time I got a Robert Plant bootleg t-shirt, and I, this shirt must have been made of water. By the time I got from the, it was the Spectrum back in the day. Yeah, film. yeah. By the time I got from the Spectrum to the freaking, uh, the train station to go home, uh, the thing was already falling apart. It was crazy. <laughs> I look, uh, oh, it was the worst. I look oh, like you don't buy I look like, like shit, the man. smallest whitest Hulk that they've ever <laughs> had. But yeah, the, here's the thing. I will say to you, I don't know if you agree. You buy a lot of bootleg stuff in your day. Kind of. They always have the better shirts. You it's have that true. lousy. You know what I'm saying? You have that yeah. lousy like vanilla shirt for a band. They have the coolest fucking shirt. They just are made so poorly. I First wonder, time I became uh, like a. Uh, I realized about bootleggers and shit at a concert. It was the Aerosmith yeah. Nine Lives tour. Huh? And, but Nine Lives tour. Luckily, Aerosmith has Where's some my crickets? Fuck you. <laughs> they had some kick-ass shirts for that freaking concert. Yeah. Um, when I went to see like a – I really – I learned my lesson at this Robert Plant concert. I think I was probably like 15. Right. My mom and dad didn't even fucking know where I went. And me and my buddy Herb uh, and my buddy Matt, we got on the train and went. And uh, it was this crazy like – I don't know. It's like not camouflage. It was a tie dye shirt. I wouldn't have liked the shirt anyway. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I, I just might, wanted something to remember. The I might have been smelling the air around me. <laughs> yeah, you know, crazy. But yeah, and uh, it, it, my buddy Matt at that concert, he actually had a tape recorder. We didn't know. It was like I was in the fucking Doobie Brothers. That's episode. what I'm saying. Rerun. I thought we were friends. All of a sudden, reruns there. He's bootlegging because this guy's forcing him. Now Matt actually got caught and he got kicked out. And. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we left then, and he was outside, and he, he had a fat lip and a black eye, my man, just like sense. this guy. Yeah, yeah, they didn't treat him very well, and he, he kind of laughed about it. It was nonsense. That's and, because and, you didn't see him when he was out there crying before you got out yeah, there. Well, were, were we dicks because he kind of got yanked, and we were in the front row. It was awesome, and he kind of got – they came, yanked him, and we didn't even think of leaving. We were seeing Robert Plant. Like, that's bad. I freaking uh, – we went to a strip club once for my buddy's birthday. Mm -hmm. And he had been in the freaking, like, the New Jersey fucking, uh, the, like, the Atlantic Ocean at the beach. Okay. It, with his wallet in his pocket. So it washed away his fucking ID. So we went to the strip club. Oh, he couldn't get he in because his in. ID was fucked up. In. 
And we went in and we just kept saying, yeah, we'll be out in a minute. Yeah, we you were in that are, goddamn strip club for an you hour. You are more of a dick than me. <laughs> you are a dickhead. Yeah, I just, when he got yanked and we saw what was going on, I was like, fuck him. And then I, I even told that story when we were in Buffalo. Brandon freaking would love that. Uh, but remember the hockey story where the, yeah. our one buddy got kicked out, then we all got kicked out. I was so mad at the odd in Buffalo. The biggest piece of shit stadium I've ever been in. It was Buffalo, awful. of course. It was awful. But yeah, it moves on uh, from bootleggers to that's where Barbara says to Dinah, listen, uh, I need your help. And she's kind of like, no, you know what? No, I, I don't think so. You're always wanting this. And they're like, no, there, there's trouble. There's more trouble. Somebody calling themselves Oracle is selling info to mafia families. Now, I will say that at that point I went, what's this mafia family's business? I, I didn't fully get that, I guess. Right. Um, but she researched she's, that. I'm saying she's been looking into this shit. Yeah, she looked into it. So that's when Black Canary's like, let's roll my bikes. And I love that part because all she has to say, somebody is taking the name Oracle. Okay, I'm yep. on board. And then boom. And she even like, it's almost like a, yeah, it's going to be a one night stand, baby. But we're going to get this done and then whatever. But they go back and that's where you get the other little tidbit from the new 52 Burnside Becker because she's in this big thing. I like the big clock. Yeah. And uh, Canary's like, how could you afford this? And she's like, oh, you know, the Gordon Clean Energy is taking off. Now, I like this, too, because they really spell it out. I'm not involved in the exactly, day. Exactly. I like that. And so you don't have to worry about that. But you realize where she's getting the money. And it's I'm telling you, it's not the greatest apartment. It's not, you know, a luxury apartment. Uh, honestly, See, I don't even know if it's kind of coming down. I didn't even consider it an apartment. I consider it's it more a layer. Yeah, like a yeah, but you know what I mean. At least that explains secret it. hideout. And then it goes on because she like has the things. Hey, look, I got my. It's like one of those rape walls. <laughs> I'm looking for the yarn. The freaking yeah. there's you. The picture of you in the corner, and she's after you. Uh, but I do. It's like oh. And she's like, oh, I got this. You know, I got some of the old files. I'm kind of getting this back to the deal. And it, it, I like it too because she's at this point, she's in the 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 frame of mind of Oracle again. Yeah. You know, she's this is the Batgirl who is going to figure yeah, she, shit she's out. She's not in costume asking Dad yeah. for help. She's, and she's not going to bust heads right here. Yeah. She's going to figure shit out because she's she is legitimately one of the smartest people in the DCU to me. Yeah, right. Uh, just in normal, she has a eidetic memory. I don't even know if they're going to continue with that. I guess they will. It'll be there uh, when they need it. Yeah. Um, hopefully it's not yeah. overused like it was and, in uh, Burnside background. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Uh, but then you get another call out where Canary goes, hey, you know what? Your girl Frankie, she could be doing this. And really, there were some people who, when this was announced, immediately thought that it was going to be Frankie. That well, you, okay, from where we left off in Batgirl, it really made you think that because they had the whole thing where she kept saying, hey, I'll be like, and they would interrupt and the would speech. would never interrupt her. And, because she was exactly like Oracle. In the meantime, I love Frankie, and I hope that she gets on the book. And I love when she was doing the thing with the talking motorcycle. Oh, that was great. The whole kit thing from Knight Rider. Ah, I love Yeah, I love that. I really did. But, yeah, and they, I like that. They're like, nope, it's not her. I already checked. I looked at her thing. I like that. So that's yeah. not out there. I do, because sometimes a writer with this sort of situation would let that hang. Like, yeah. oh, we don't know, and you're going to keep – no, I'm glad. Out. Now watch. It'll be her. Clayface, I'd be so mad. But yeah, uh, they go. They they're talking. They're like, "Hey, we're gonna go see this guy, Louis Terroni." Pepperoni. And that's where the pepperoni and uh, it did kind of get a little too. Uh, it, it was a little too much after. Yeah. But yeah, uh, she's like, "Oh, we got to figure out why do you need me?" And like, "No, we're gonna get the band back together, baby. We're gonna go. I need you." Or and then really spells it out at this point. Like, Oracle isn't just a name; it's me. 
And I really think that that I don't know that the Julia and Shauna are so in tune with the fan base that they know like the, how much of a craziness this has been yeah. for me though. That's what she was saying. Listen, all you guys, you can pish posh and this is, that's Barbara Gordon. That's me. Oracle was me. And I built myself away from this and I, I made myself a skilled hacker and I, I dealt with this, you know, I got to do it. And it's enough for even Canary too. She's like, again, she's like, let's go. Yep. I like it. Let's roll. And, uh, she actually says that there. I love that. Let's roll. And that's when we go to see the last character. That's going to be involved in this book, which is Helena Bertinelli. Oh, damn, uh, stop saying Helena. that. Helena, I'm telling you, I heard that somebody say it, and I'm sure it can go both ways. We like Helena. Like me? I, I do like Helena, but now that I know how much it drives you nuts, I'm going to say it all the time. Um, it's a, actually a, a pretty cool action scene. If doves flew by, I would think John Woo was doing <laughs> it, Aaron. And then freaking, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Travolta and Nick Cage would come out, and then we'd have Face Off. Face Off. But yeah, she's like, hey, you know, I haven't been in church in a while. Forgive me. In the meantime, she's talking to a dead man, Eric. It's a little crazy, right? Eh, she's a little crazy right now. She is a little and crazy. That's the thing is, though, we find out from this, like, she's killed this priest or, so, like, you know, would-be priest. I don't even know if he is supposed to be a priest in this. Cause yeah, I actually think that maybe he was, but he's also a mafia hitman, right? I don't know, because I don't know if she's in the freaking, uh, the priest section of it, and he was going to confession. Yeah, I don't she know. was laying yeah, in wait. Really. But, um, and then she's just, this is just trash talking. Like, this exactly. is post-killing post uh, action movie one-liners. That's a couple sentences. But this brings us up, yeah. But this brings us up to speed to where we know that Helena. Uh, now I almost said Helena, you piece of shit. <laughs> Helena, where Helena is now Huntress, and her sole mission is taking out the hitman, hitmen that destroyed her family. Yeah, that destroyed and family. I just like they, she talks about Spiral a bit in this to catch everybody up to what she was before. But I, I actually, I, with the Spiral stuff, I will say. I like that they didn't try to go into it very much. You know, they, oh, they thank God just they did. say I'm done. If people don't know what Spiral is or whatever, they might they can look it up and and that was enough. I don't yeah. need to know anything that else. That was enough. I just would have liked a little I know bit more that background you don't on, her, on her crime family and See, like I where think she's that that's, from. I, I think that that's what's going to be coming in the regular series that we're going to focus more on that. I think right. that this is more this, the Batgirl. And this is of more the, the Batgirl. Yeah. This is more the Batgirl and the, and how they kind of join together because then you see that that pepperoni guy. Now I'm just going to keep saying it. Um, is on her list. That's and that. Helena is going after pepperoni. And Helena, and what I really do like again, it's not it's not forced at all. She no. says she kills this one guy. Says I'm going to get the hitman that did all this to my my family. Okay, let me cross this off, and you, you just have to end up seeing next on the list. I really like it. And again, if anything, the pepperoni and all that was to really make sure we knew when we see this name that oh, that's yeah. what it is. And I will say again. I fucking love the art. I love <laughs> so how uh, I love how Helena looks there, Eric. God damn it, stop it. <laughs> uh, and now what I'm saying, then you go, and the next bit, there's Canary so, so and, and Batgirl. And it's really good in the one panel where they're talking, where they're, they're going, oh, there's three guards here. And she. it's funny, too, because Black Canary the whole time, I, I still don't know why you need me. And it, the odds keep getting stacked more against them, but she still is like, you don't need me for this. But at this point, this panel is probably the one that I think the most where – Burnside Batgirl and freaking Black Canary solo series, Black Canary together, they look fucking awesome. Yeah. I really, I, I do. And I was not a huge fan of the Burnside Batgirl uh, outfit. I really like it here. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because that's all done 
And this is just we seems like a lot more fun. It seems like this is this doesn't have an agenda. You know what the agenda is? To put a smile on my face. There's the now, agenda. What do you think of this line though? Because like Black Canary's like, you don't need me here with all this. Like yeah, yeah. the SUV looks like it's a manual, and I'm way too young to have yeah, learned that how to actually, touch stick. That actually, to me, I I was thrown off a little at first. I think that that's more of a joke saying how old Black Canary is. I, I know, that, but I'm saying, yeah. do, and, and you, I actually stopped and thought about this. Do young people not know how to drive stick anymore? No, I I think I think it's just that she's kind of no. I don't know. I was just maybe. curious. I know, I know it's a ribbing against how old Black Canary is compared yeah, to Yeah, that's, I thought you were, I thought I, you were, no, I actually stopped were saying like she was, was 14. No, I actually yeah, stopped I and thought that, about it. My God, do people not know how to drive? Because I don't know how to drive stick. And that was like just me because I didn't want to yeah. have to deal with that nonsense. So I, I never I, learned. I learned on a, a stick, but I never really was taught. So I taught myself. Yeah. And then my dad ended up uh, complaining for five years how I grinded the gears and he had to get a new yeah, clutch. Yeah, grind it, And I'm like, you know, Jesus Christ, Dad, you could have fucking given me one tip <laughs> for fucking asshole. I, I'll tell you, when I first – The tip I'm was you're idiot. doing it wrong, Jimmy. Wait, I had a Volkswagen Rabbit, and the way that you had to go in reverse, if you can think of this, you'd have to pull, push down yeah. and over. I did not know this, and the little round fucking cap thing at the top that usually shows you the gears mm-hmm. was gone. My dad never showed me how to do it. I didn't know how to go in reverse. The first night I rode out, me and my buddy Herb again, we were riding. to the right I, and down. I couldn't go reverse. So we ended up in some really odd situations that night where I couldn't turn around. And I don't, it was awful. Then later, it was a Volkswagen Rabbit diesel. And I used to fuck around with Herb when we were driving around and say, hey, oh, my God, look, we're almost out of gas. Because you could be on, on empty. Yeah. With this diesel, you still had 70 miles you could go. <laughs> so the one time we were out in a Trexler town that you all know, anybody listening has no idea what I'm talking about. We're out there. We were kind of lost. In fact, we were trying to get to Pottstown, Eric, and we were in Trexler. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm telling you, people don't know. I was probably, what, 60 miles away from where I, I thought I was going. We were going to cruise, Eric. We were going to cruise the Strip. I remember. And we ended up in Trexlertown. So we're driving. It was late, like 1 a.m. And I kept fucking around with them, like freaking jamming the, like, the gas up. And like, oh, my God, we're out of gas. And then we ran out of gas. And we had <laughs> nothing. Else. We walked. We got out of the car. I parked it, locked it. We started walking. Um, and we went. We found a diner. I probably walked for about an hour, got to this diner. Every place else we passed was closed. It was everything. And even then, the problem back then, and this is in the 80s, most gas stations closed at night, yeah. too. They, they really didn't have a lot of, uh, you know, all-night gas stations. So we got to this diner. We had some money. And we went in, and we started eating. And the lady came. I think we ate our meal, and we were going to just kind of sit there and drink some coffee or soda and have some more things. And, like, the whole thing was we were going to sit and talk and then have breakfast in a couple of I yeah, and wait for the gas station to open. They kicked us out. They, they told us we had to leave. And I really, for this whole time, me and him are very convinced they thought we were two gay guys. I, I don't know why. <laughs> and also, maybe they saw us walking down the street. Hand in hand. I got you. In. Yeah, skipping. But no, they, they were really jerks. And then we found a hotel. Well, that's like when like, my buddy had cancer and we were kicked out. Of, we all shaved our heads when he started losing our, his hair. And we were kicked out of a diner because they thought we were skinheads. You're like going, where's the Telly Savalas convention? <laughs> hey, hey, who's you? Who's the Lex Luthers here? Uh, we uh, we ended up going to a hotel, and again, now this guy was nice, but I think again, I think the guy thought because we're like, yeah, we need a room for two, <laughs> and we were so happy King to get or two that queens. room, and I think that we ended up having that room for maybe 
three hours because then we we called. Uh, actually, for called, much more than here's, that. Here's a great story. I called my dad. He told me to go fuck myself. Good times. And that's what he told me. And I think it was like a Sunday morning. I called. Hey, dad, I ran out of gas. Go fuck yourself. He hung up on me. So then we called a guy we worked with. He came and picked us up and got some gas. And in the, in the roundabout way, uh, I think that he actually was a gay guy. That, guy. that has nothing to do with the story. He was a real nice guy. Huh, Eric, where are we? Where are uh, we? We're they're kicking about some to ass. Fight guys. They're, about to fight these, they're about to fight pepperoni. They have all these guys. And through the whole fight, I really do like the banner. It's more of like a boom, punch. Hey, I told you to need my help. Boom, boom. But then Canary comes through, kicks a guy. I, I don't know how that leg is up there. I want to know, Eric. <laughs> I want to know. But yeah, uh, Barber zaps the one guy. I like all the things. Well, then that's when uh, Arrow zips by. You you know what it is, obviously. Oh, yeah. And it is Helena. And she says, <laughs> she says, I'm never going to be able to say it different now. Now that I've got it in, it's Helena for me. It's Helena or nothing, Eric. Um, but yeah, she's like, uh, this is personal. I'm going to kill this guy. Barbara wants to, hey, you know, we need more information from him. And that's when Canary and Huntress start beating the shit out of each other. And it's like a dream of mine, Eric. A dream. Now, this this uh, part, though, has, in my mind, I think it's a fuck-up in the art. Really? We see Batgirl freaking put the gear shift going because the guy, yeah. uh, Pepperoni, starts driving away. But it's, we see Batgirl's arm put the car in the gear. Yeah, I think, actually, I think and that... And the next panel, she's away from the car. I think that maybe... Huh. I, I don't know if it's that she's stopping the car. This guy looks like he's dead. Well, he was and zapped, and then we see the he goes off. Get shifted in the gear, and then yeah, boom. Maybe, maybe she's like letting him go and crash into a wall. Like I, I don't know. And maybe maybe going, it was her plan know. to get away because they weren't yeah. going to be able to stop this woman. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. But it's yeah, very I actually, odd. I actually didn't even think of that because I was just concentrating on the fight, and it was nice. I like it. And Helen uh, uh, again. Uh, Helena. What well, fuck? Yeah. I'm gonna say Helena from now on. We're back to Helena. Good. Um, good. The big thing with that that comes from Spiral. Is that she knows their their names and she? And well, it's about time we get back it. to that superhero goddamn list. Cause yeah, we, that list. We started the Grayson series off with that and barely ever talked about it. Yeah, and what I like about it, and again, if people hadn't read Grayson, the reason Grayson started out was Batman sent Dick Grayson, who was supposedly supposed to be dead. So he, you know, it's one of those like he can hide in plain sight. Exactly. Dead. He went in a spiral. And they had a list of all the superheroes' secret identities. He went – now, the, the I loved Grayson. Grayson was one of – it was my favorite book. They did get away from this list. They, they yeah. kind of lost track of that. It came at the end. But this shows obviously they're going to go with that uh, Helena. <laughs> now Fucker. I, uh, Helena uh, obviously knew the list. And she yeah. was the matron of Spiral. She was the head of Spiral at that point. Um that she would know it, I guess. She looked at the file, so she knows that Batgirl is Barbara Gordon, and she knows that Black Canary is Dinah Lance, and calls him out with that. Uh, in the meantime, it seemed to be a mistake, because you get to see um, Oracle, quote-unquote, this Oracle. and she's The new watching, evil Oracle. Yes, and she's watching through, or he. I'm saying she, I don't it's know. It's a she. Yeah, I think so, too. And... Um, She's watching through the cameras and the thing and sees that. And she's like, oh, yeah, oh, Barbara Gordon, huh? Oh, Dinah Lance. Ooh, I know everything now. And, uh, you know, you don't know what's coming. And you see where she even has pictures. There's uh, Frankie in one of the pictures. There's Jim Gordon. There's like her whole life. And, again, I think now that I see that and now that I think of it, I think that the reason also they threw Frankie in there, I think that at some point Frankie's going to get kidnapped maybe. Maybe. Or something like that or framed. 
for something that I don't know. It's it's weird that she's in the end. Maybe we'll never see her. I really really like Frankie, so I hope so. But there's there's the Burnside College and all that, and you, she's clicking on Barbara Gordon. There's Jim Gordon and all that. And the only thing that I said to you that was kind of a hint, I thought, was she has a couple things on the desk. She has this Pocky. Yeah, that, that Japanese or pokey, snack, who knows how or to pokey, it. Pokey, and a little figure and stuff. And I said to you that possibly the reason why they really did spell it out as well, not just because you need Barbara to be away from her trip to have this book, but maybe this is somebody that we're going to see. This is some repercussions future. from her yeah, trip. Maybe something happened in that trip where somebody got pissed off and they went. I, I can't say that this person is really in Gotham as we speak. Right. Could be anywhere in the world. I would think they would be only because, you know, location, they, location, they, okay, location. Yeah, and they'd want to have them fight or whatever eventually. But th- th- he or she could be anywhere. Has a pretty cool fucking soundboard there. Probably has. Look at all those buttons. Where you can hit their fart sound right there. You got the crickets. You got it all. Eric, I'm stalling. Just trying to bring up these things. You can go like this. Oh, I <laughs> little. <killed it! laughs> See that you hit that one button. You got Chris Farley. You got it all. You got oh God damn it. Ah, uh, yes, all of a sudden. Oh, my goodness gracious, Eric. That's uh, And then they press this one button. Oh, my good. Oh, what's going on? Always classy here at the Weird Science Podcast. I remember when we used to do a respectable show. I remember when if I wanted to have a fart sound, I had to create it myself. <laughs> that was called the Big Bang, Eric. Uh, what did you give this book? I gave this an 8 out of 10. I would probably give it an 8.5, uh, nice. maybe even a little more. I, I really liked it. And from all of these other Rebirth now, do you think that these people who are also rating this lower, if we went and looked, do you think that they have reviewed or read every Rebirth? Absolutely not. I don't think so either. And I don't think some of these from reading these reviews kind of in their mind even know what these Rebirth are supposed to be doing. Uh I remember my first rebirth book. <laughs> Even then, we, you know, we, it's been a learning curve for us as well. And we've been trying when we're talking about these, really trying to keep a perspective of what new other readers. people that didn't, yeah, new readers what, who weren't in the new 52. And I really do think that this is one of the better ones that they're like, okay, don't worry about this. Don't worry about that. And not even just not worry about it, but let's not fuck with the continuity at all. Let's not bring let it up. Go. Yeah, let that go. Like even when you said about, oh, I wish that, uh, you know, I got an idea that they're saying that the Birds of Prey was always Barbara and, and Black Henry. They never fully say that. It's just like it's, it's just how it comes like, off. In to me, out. what it came off was those two were the, in the lead. If they right. say the team's gone, it's gone. It really was like that. Uh, it really was. Uh, yeah. for the most part, at the end, it was Black Canary's team. So I think when that whole thing with Barbara saying, oh, Black Canary said it was done, it was done, it does kind of make sense. That's not really how it played out, but it was Black Canary's team. Yeah, we made sure to check out the last step, uh, issue. Yeah, we did. I went and right looked, before I, we came on. I grabbed it and looked, and yeah, I remember, and really, Barbara tells her off and leaves. Um, but they were the, they were the two big things of the yeah. team. I I expect Condor to show up any any issue now. Gotta be so angry. If Regan Julie or Shauna Benson are listening, we want that Condor, the greatest character ever. Oh god. Is there anybody who liked Condor, do you think? I'm anybody who's like, I love Condor. He was the worst. If they put it, if he was in this issue, if they even showed in a flashback, I would have dropped two points off it right there. (laughs) But yeah, we'll move on. All right, Eric, that was Birds. That was the Birds. on Birds. Only one book again. I, I think that might be sometimes we're going to do this. We don't want to blow our whole load. 
Absolutely. In the spotlight. And I knew that there was going to be a lot to talk about with the killing joke and stuff like that. And also we tell stupid stories. We got a lot of load left. Yes. Um, But yeah, if you like what you hear now or, you know, whatever, we do have a longer podcast. And I mean longer. There's the shit, the, but uh, the big song bitch, Eric. Big song bitch. It's probably this week, uh, since we're doing all of them together, probably going to be nine hours. Fuck me. Uh, but uh, we have a bunch of books. What are we going to be talking about on Sunday night, Eric? Superman number three. Ooh, Aquaman number right. three. Ooh, the right. Hellblazer Rebirth number one. Ah, oh, the hell. I'm just going to keep. Hey, Batman number three. Justice League number one. Green Arrow number three. What was that one? What was that before that? Before Justice League Arrow? number one? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> this has nothing to do with what I think of the book. I, nothing. What was it? What book? Justice League number one. Justice League number one? You say? Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> what, what was it again? Justice League number one. With a bullet. That's totally up, Eric. That's puking. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about the book, Eric. I'm and, not saying anything about the book. And also Green Lanterns number three. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And also, we're, like, Suicide Squad came out this week. It's sort of Legends of Tomorrow, but with Reggie gone and the fact that we don't really want to talk about it, that's not going to be in the show this week. What, what, is that, what is that part of the Legends of Tomorrow that you like? Uh, Metal Men? <laughs> oh, yeah. Metal Men. Metal man, yeah, you didn't like it as much this week, did you, there, buddy yeah, it's boy? It's enjoyable at times. Yeah, enjoyable at times. Today at work, you told me that you wanted to kill somebody, slice their throat because of that book. That I doesn't said, sound like me down. at all. I said you I calm down, what buddy. You said when I said I liked I said, it. No, I said you calm down. You don't need to slice people's throats. Just settle down, buddy. And you said no, I'm going to kill somebody. You told me if I hear one more time that Mercury is really, it'd be great that <laughs> later on in life that would be like the classic setup, like even like a honeymooners at a. You'll be on Jeopardy, and they will ask the question, "What metal is liquid at room temperature?" You will draw a blank, uh, and you're like, "I know it was in this metal, man." Uh, uh, tin. <laughs> you're done. All right. Uh, but yeah, if you want to hear that, we'll be talking about all those books. We'll also be talking news, and obviously it's Comic-Con, so we're going to have that. We have a new uh, intro to the mail section done by Dancing Mike, Aaron. Nice. We'll preview for you. Uh, we'll probably get some call-ins from Reggie, and because of the soundboard and all that we have now, we can actually comment on that, and there's already one rent and rave from Dancing Mike as well. He's been busy, Eric. Do we he have another segment busy. of the Cosmic Treadmill? And oh, uh, what? Wait, where's my soundboard again? What was that? The cosmic <laughs> treadmill? Oh my goodness! Oh jeez, the cosmic treadmill, you say? Yeah, Reggie, uh, Reggie and Chris got the other cosmic treadmill. Also, uh, we'll have this spotlight up, and we'll have their uh, what? The, what the hell are they calling it? Weird, uh, weird comic history. history. Weird comic history, part three of the comics code. You know, I love those guys, Aaron. I you do. Slice their throats. Hey, wait, what are you talking about, Eric? Slicing throats. But, yeah, uh, we'll talk to you then, and we'll see you next week for the spotlight. I guess that's about it, Jim. How about we turn the spotlight off? Spotlight off. Spotlight off. I don't know, man. I wanted something. I think that's what I said last week.